Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. In the previous video, we covered some of the lighting enhancements in action. In this video, we look at another enhancement associated with lighting. I am referring to a new functionality known as Lightbox. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast version of this video, then type the link displayed in your web browser. Lightbox is a look development tool within Action that is based on the lighting framework within the 3D scene. This allows you to cast a wide variety of image processing effects live within the 3D scene. So various results can be achieved in the context of Action without outputting mats downstream and using other nodes in Batch to refine the composite. Now if you've used Matchbox in Batch or Action, you have experienced the flexibility of GLSL shaders. Lightbox is a variation of GLSL shaders. But unlike Matchbox that directly affects the pixel values of input textures, Lightbox functions within the Action 3D scene which introduces a different way of using the GLSL shaders. To highlight the difference between Matchbox and Lightbox, let's look at the Action Pipeline. Matchbox shaders are applied at the texture level or texture space of Action. This means that Matchbox is processing effects directly on textures and is not aware of the 3D environment. Lightbox shaders are applied within the Action 3D scene and have a direct effect on how the composite is fed to the Action renderer. So how do you apply Lightbox shaders within the 3D scene? Well as the name implies, Lightbox shaders use the lighting framework to cast processing effects into the 3D scene. By attaching a Lightbox shader to a light, you can cast an effect in the same way you cast light onto 3D objects. And when Lightbox is cast through a light, it respects all light behaviours including shading, decay and feathering. So using the downloaded media, build this composite with the four layers. If I orbit the scene, you can see that the layers have been staggered in 3D space in order for us to take advantage of the 3D environment. Now when it comes to finishing off a composite, this usually involves developing the final look. The typical workflow requires you to step out of the composite, output mats from action and using other nodes in the flow graph to complete the look. This is not a bad workflow, however Lightbox offers you a new alternative with a few benefits. Switch to the Action Bin menu and choose the Lightbox tab. The Flame products come with a set of Lightbox shaders that are colour based. But since they are based on GLSL code, it's not too difficult to write your own. Please refer to the documentation if that's what you're interested in. So let's take this flat looking composite and develop it into something interesting. In the Lightbox node bin, drag out a colour correct Lightbox into the Action Schematic. A light is created with the Lightbox node attached. As a visual point, Lightbox nodes are always white and Matchbox nodes are black. Now I don't know if you noticed, but when you add a Lightbox shader with a light, the light is not shading the 3D composite. The result currently looks the same. This is because you can choose to emit light or not from a light. 
If you double-click on the light node, you will see that the light is inactive in the render settings. If you enable the option, light will flood the 3D scene and give you this expected result. However, by default, when you add lightbox shaders from here, the expectation is that you use a light to cast an effect into the 3D scene rather than a light. So deactivate the light. In case you are wondering how the scene remains correctly lit even though the light is inactive, looking further down the render column, you will find a new function called Scene Ambient. So the 3D scene has global ambient lighting that allows you to cast lightbox effects without requiring light emission. If Scene Ambient was off, you would get a darkened composite like previous versions and you would require lighting to shade the composite. So leave Scene Ambient on when using lightbox shaders. Moving over to the right, the lightbox menu shows a variety of tools associated with color correction. A color wheel, gamma, gain and offset, as well as masters, highlights, midtones and shadows. To make this blatantly clear, tint the composite with the color wheel. Now switch to the working view with Space F4. Orbit the 3D scene at an angle. From this view, you can see that the light is emitting color correction rather than light. So the first benefit of Lightbox is that you're grading in the context of the Action 3D composite. The second benefit is that Lightbox is aware of the light properties. By decreasing the spread, you narrow the light cone that in turn narrows the focus of the Lightbox color correction. You can also switch to the Profiles menu and adjust the parametric offset to control the feathering of the edges. The third benefit is that the Lightbox is totally aware of the 3D scene. For example, set the decay to linear. As you increase the decay value, the Lightbox shader does not affect the background image because it is further away from the light compared to the foreground layers. If you select and move the background forward in Z-Space, it will eventually start picking up the colour from the Lightbox shader. This presents interesting opportunities when using Z-Space for composites or motion graphics. Undo any changes to the background with CTRL-Z. Finally, you can also use selective lighting links with Lightbox shaders to only affect specific objects in the 3D scene. Press the L hotkey to switch to the light link mode. Drag a connection from the light to the main foreground key. So the lightbox will only affect the connected layers. Go back to the light menus and focus the light on the talent's face. You may need to adjust the spread and parametric falloff. Right click on the lightbox node and reset the values. Now let's perform a more appropriate adjustment. Increase the master gain to 125 and the master gamma to 1.5. This will make his face stand out a bit more. You can hover over the working view and press F4 for the result view. So his face is standing out a bit more, but we want to darken the background. Hold CTRL and click in the Action Schematic to deselect all the objects. Switch to the Action Bin menu. In the Lightbox node bin, drag out the Exposure node. 
Double click on the exposure node and set the value to minus 1.5. The other functions you can do with lightbox shaders is change the blending modes with the receiving objects. Click the pull down menu and set the lightbox to soft light blending. So the color correct lightbox is only affecting the main talent's face and the exposure lightbox affects all the objects in the 3D composite. Double click on the light node and soften the edges of the second light with the parametric fall off. Now we're getting somewhere, but there is always going to be situations where more refinements are requested. For example, your client likes the isolated brightness on the main face, but requests it on the other two. So let's create more lights that will be driven by one lightbox shader. Select the light node. Press CTRL D twice to duplicate the selection. Move the nodes in the action schematic to keep things organized. Drag a connection from each of the light nodes to the lightbox node. Now let's focus and position the lights. Switch to the selective light link with the L hotkey. Drag a connection from one light to the surface object for the second talent. Next, switch the light from free to target mode. Move the target over to the second face and the light box casts the color correction. Repeat the steps for the third face. Ensure you are using the selective light link with the L hotkey. Drag a connection from the other light to the surface object for the third talent. Switch the light from free to target mode. Move the target over to the third face and the light box casts the color correction. So all the faces are standing out in the composite. Each face has its own light, but the single light box shader drives all the connected lights. So each light can be tweaked as a unique object, but they are all casting the identical effect. If you choose, you can also switch to the action node bin and add additional lightbox shaders to any of the lights. So this light will use the color correction shader and any other shader you connect to it without affecting the other lights. You can create numerous amounts of image processing pipelines by combining lightbox shaders. Delete any extra lightbox shaders you may have created and double click on the color correction lightbox. Now with the same shader applied to all the faces, they should look the same. However, the lightbox effect looks slightly different between the middle face and the other two. Let's look at the light priority editor to determine the order of the light and the lightbox effects. Similar to the matchbox pipeline, the lights and lightbox shaders are applied from bottom to top. So the bottom light is the color correction on the middle face. The light above it is the exposure for all the objects and the top two lights are the color corrections for the two other faces. This is the order that the lightbox shaders are being applied. To correct the issue, all the lightbox color corrections for each face must be above the exposure effect in the shading pipeline. So drag the light with the exposure lightbox to the bottom. All the faces should now be evenly lit. To complete the look development, the client decides that the sun in the background is too saturated. They just want us to desaturate this localized area. 
Hold control and click in the schematic to deselect all the objects. Switch back to the action bin and go to the lightbox node bin. Drag out a luminance curves matchbox node into the schematic. Using selective lighting, connect the light to the background image object. Now double click the light to select it. Move it over to the saturated sun. You can also switch to target mode to position the light cone. In the luminance tab, switch to the saturation menu. Select the control point in the whites and drag it downwards. The background should start desaturating in the highlights. Now the client wants the effect to be localized on just the sun. So decrease the light spread dramatically and position the target to cover the area surrounding the sun. Once more, using the parametric falloff, soften the edges of the light cone to blend the localized desaturation in with the rest of the image. So this entire look development for the composite was done in action using lightbox shaders. If you want to do a before and after comparison, go to the Action Preferences menu. Switch to the Rendering tab. If you toggle shading on and off, you will see what was achieved by using lightbox shaders in action. We have the before and the after. So no external mats or tools were used outside of action. This is look development within the context of the 3D composite. Now this is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to Lightbox. Please check out the other Lightbox shaders supplied with Flame Premium 2016. More videos coming soon. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.